this point, and every verse we're going to look at will be from John chapter 2, and those will be on the screen, but if you have your Bible, you can turn there for yourself. We're going to look at um, just a, a very quick and short story from the life of Jesus today from John chapter 2. So before we get started with that, let's pray together. Come on, Lord, would you like to pray? No, you want me to? Okay. Father, you are good, and we are thankful for that. We thank you that you show up in our lives every day. Father, we ask that right now, in this moment, you would give us ears to hear uh, things you have for us to hear, that you would help us to apply them to our lives. And Father, as we leave this place later today, that you would help us to leave changed. Father, I ask that you would hide me behind the cross of Jesus, Father, so that you are seen and that I am not, that your words are heard and that mine are not. Father, we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, today we are going to talk about being welcome to the party. And the, the section of Scripture we're going to look at is from John chapter 2, and it's the very first miracle that Jesus performs. And this sets the stage for a bunch of things that happen after that. But there are some things I, I think that apply to our lives from this story, um, especially on a birthday party like we have today. So we're going to look at the first party that we know of that Jesus attends. And so our very first verse is from uh, is John chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee, and Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus' and disciples had also been invited to the wedding. So I, I think the first thing that we need to apply to our lives is we just need to show up. It doesn't matter if you're talking about work, or you're talking about church, you're talking about a ministry, you're talking about a relationship. It's that you show up. I'm going to tell a story that some of you have heard before. Um, it, it is not a flattering story, but it is a true story. Some years ago, on the second trip we had taken to the United States, Jamaica to do work at an orphanage, when we left the orphanage in Maynardville, the elevation change was pretty significant. So the orphanage at St. John Bosco in um, Maynardville is up at the edge of the mountains. And so in the grill, where we go before we come home, uh, to wind down, to wind down, is, um, is obviously on the westernmost part of the island, and it's the beach. Santa Monica Beach, fantastic place. So, between the orphanage and the grill, I pick up this massive head cold, cough, congestion, just miserable. And I understand how I was still in Jamaica, but it was miserable. See, everything's relative. So, um, by the time we get there, we get unloaded, and um, it, it's dark. And so, the, the group of guys um, that we were with, uh, Caleb was on this trip, they want ice cream. Okay, well, there's no UDF there. So, we're, we're about a stone's throw away from this place called the Treehouse, and they have a blue bunny ice cream cooler there. So, on the way to get ice cream with this dozen, 15 guys, I don't remember which. We walked by this little hut on, right on the beach right before the treehouse. And I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of Jamaicans, but they're dark. So it was so dark, and they were so dark that we didn't see them. Now you could smell them for reasons that would become apparent in a moment. So I am coughing and hacking, and, and up ahead, just 20 yards away from us, you hear these words, Y'all mind, you got the chronic. And I said, no, I've got a cold. So they thought I was 
dip some out, put them in your pictures, and go serve them. I think that would have been a very difficult thing to do. Because I just filled that up with water. And probably not the world's best water. And now you're telling me to, to just go serve that water when they won't wine. I think there probably could be a lot of fear in all of our lives with serving. Being vulnerable to everybody else's opinions. But what if I mess it up? Welcome to the club. You sit in a room with people who have messed up on all different kinds of ways. What if I drop the ball? Well, then you pick it up. Simple. And there will be people in your life that will help you pick it up. In this place, you've heard it said several times in the past couple of years, um, there's nothing you will do that will be greater than our love for you. There's no sin you will commit that will be greater than our love for you. However you drop the ball, however you fail, however you stumble, our love for you will be greater than that thing. And if you remember, that comes from the story of Ted Haggard, who, if, in, in recent years, if you read his story in Colorado, his parents were a very large church, and just really went crazy with a lot of sin in his life. And his church at one point said to him, you cannot pastor a church. You cannot even live in the state of Colorado anymore. Let that sink in the hill. They said, you've got to leave the state. Wow. Really? So instead of that, you know, we, we want this place to be a place where we say, you know, Mitch, um, you know, what you do is stupid. But nothing you do is going to be great in our love for you. We're going to still love you. We're going to still share life with you. We're still going to help you get up and keep walking. We're going to help you move forward. We're going to help you repent. We're going to help you reconcile with God. We're going to help you do all that stuff. Because the notion you're going to commit is going to be great for our love for you. That can be a very difficult thing. And quite frankly, that's a, that's a thing that a lot of people are not willing to risk. But what if I burn the coffee in the back? Look, I make coffee sometimes and you all drink it. Right? You don't know what I'm doing to that coffee. You don't know how bad it is. You don't know if I sneezed in it. I'm not saying I have. There. I'm not saying I have. You would much rather take a risk and follow God. Do something with what God's blessed you with. And look back 20 years from now and go, wow, if I had only done, if I had only obeyed, if I had only served, so we use what we have. Number four, expect great things from God. And the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine. He did not realize where it had come from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew. They called the bridegroom aside and said, Everyone brings up the choice wine first, and a cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. This sounds like some of your Saturday nights, but you have saved the best till now. Okay, so you understand what happens. In their culture, man, they're serving the high-end wine first. And once everybody is a little tipsy, they're not bringing up the cheap stuff because they won't know or care. Well, they evidently ran out of wine before everybody got tanked. 
glad you're here, especially today. Um, I'm going to pray. We're going to pray over food. Um, we're going to pray over food. Um, as our guest, please make your way to the front line. Don't worry about anybody looking at you um, or thinking that's awkward. As a matter of fact, if you have guests at your table, um, you need to be the ones that escort them. Um, make sure that they get to food line first of all. Just hang out and wait. You got nowhere to be. So we're glad that you're here. I want you to celebrate our birthday with us. And um, right as we're probably getting into dessert, um, the band is going to come up and do a couple. They're going to do two new songs this afternoon. Um, well, one is new uh, and the other is an old one um, that you're very familiar with called Martin Hollow. So um, they'll do that as we wrap up today. So um, let's pray. And then if you're our guests here, Please make your way to the front, and we'd be very honored that you would do that for us. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you give us your word to light our path. We thank you, Jesus, that you showed up on this planet and lived life to give us a model to follow. We thank you that um, you brought us here together in this place. We do not believe that was by accident. Or coincidence, and it didn't just happen. But everybody's in this room right now is by design by you, and so we're thankful for that. Father, we ask that you bless the time we have together in this fellowship to celebrate what you're doing and have done in our lives and what you will do in our lives, individually and collectively. We thank you for our food and all the hands, the many hands that prepared it. We ask that you bless it to nourish our bodies and bless those hands that prepared food for us today. Father, you are good. And we are humbled to be in your presence. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. So if you're our guest, please make your way to the, to the food table. Also, while you are doing that, there is, um, we continue to partner with Camp Burns Elementary School, or I'm sorry, Camp Burns Middle School, to do a Christmas gift for them. And so on the table up here to my right, right underneath the screen, are um, tags that will give you um, age of a child, um, kind of a wish, wish list thing. There's a place for you to sign up.